What's happening? Welcome to Wong Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Wong. I hope you're having a great Wednesday. My Wednesday has been filled with getting ready for tour. I'm going back out on the road with my band. We're hitting the West Coast, full 11-piece band with special guest Monica Martin, who's an incredible singer. And the band La Lome is opening up. So I've been, I've been studying. I've been shedding. I've been shedding my arpeggios, shedding my scales, different shapes, patterns and whatnots to get myself ready so I'm in tip-top shape for tour because I'm trying to come correct. Doesn't matter if I've been out on the road, had a little break, I always like to prepare for tours. And a lot of people are like, oh, I know the songs, I know the songs. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to brush up. I'm going to see where was I making mistakes in the last tour? Where was I struggling? And I'm going to work harder to make sure that I'm better this tour. I'm going to get off my pedal stool because I could go on for a while saying you should all be doing the same for your gigs. Treat them with the highest level of respect because we all like to have respect for the craft. Anyway, speaking of respect for the craft, today's guest is one of the most insane craftsmen in music, Louis Cato. Louis is one of those cats where if, if he's on the gig, you know it's going to be good. You know it is going to be elevated. Some people, I mean, we all know that. We all have people that we know. It's like, oh, this person, ah, well, there's, there's somebody you know who's like, I don't know. Yeah, they're on the gig. It's going to be great. And then we have those people where it's like, wow, this person's on the gig. It's definitely going to be elevated. Lewis is one of those people. And the thing is, doesn't matter what instrument. I've played gigs with Lewis on bass, drums, guitar, where we're playing guitars together, even playing trombone percussion, all kinds of things, singing, all this stuff. The cat is just music. This guy lives, breathes, is music and expression and art, okay? He's one of those people also that has perfect pitch, but doesn't brag about it, doesn't really flaunt it until it's like, yeah, that was an E-flat. <laughs> Lewis is incredible. I have played with him a bunch on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, where he is the band leader and does an excellent job doing it. He has sat in with Wolfpack a bunch of times. He's played on some of my albums. We've played on a bunch of different shows together. We just did this thing, the New York Philharmonic, with Chris Thiele, with Chris Thiele and Michelle Indigiocello. It was incredible. So much fun. Lewis is an incredible singer-songwriter. His new album, Reflections, is so good, you gotta get hip to it. And actually, <coughs> excuse me, Lewis might be a little mad if I tell the story, but... It actually just proves how musical he is. Okay, so we had this session for my album, Motivational Music for the Syncopated Soul. We were doing a full taping at The Late Show with Stephen Colbert when John Batiste was the band leader, and then a bunch of us went over to do a recording session for my album at Searsound Studios in New York City. So the session didn't even start until like 9 p.m., and we recorded four songs, and by the time we got to the last song, it was Companion Pass, it's about midnight. We go get through maybe three takes. And finally, it's like, okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. On the fourth take, we nailed it. At the end of the take, Lewis goes, Lewis is playing bass. He goes, guys, um, I think we got to do one more take. I was like, what do you mean, man? No way. That was the take. That was the one. It's like, um, yeah, I, I kind of fell asleep somewhere around the bridge. And I woke up when the outro hit. Like, what? You fell asleep? No way, dude. You were fucking. And then you, I look back on the video. There's video on YouTube of the, the song Companion Pass from, from the studio. You can see him kind of like dozed off, but he's still playing and it's still great. The track is unedited. I didn't edit it. It's all straight up the take. It's so great. Anyways, sorry, Lewis, for sharing that story, but it's a testament to how musical Lewis is. And I just thought it was a funny thing that somebody could be that good that they still kill it in their sleep anyways without further ado here it is Louis Cato hey you guys know about DistroKid yet if you are an artist, musician, somebody who's trying to get your music on Spotify, Apple Music, all of those things, DistroKid is a digital distributor that can get your music on all of those platforms. It's the easiest, fastest way to do so, with accounts even just starting at $19.99 a year per artist. 
So for me, I have several albums out. I just pay one amount for the year. For all the Corey Wong albums, I just pay one amount and DistroKid takes 0% royalty. 100% of the royalties come straight to me. Or you use their Teams feature where you can dedicate a certain percentage to one member of your band, a certain percentage to the other, or one of your collaborators. I do this sort of thing, it works amazing. DistroKid is who I use for my albums and it has worked great for me. The stuff gets up there fast. They have a smart ISRC thing. I don't have to worry about coming up with my own codes, registering a lot of the stuff. They just have that. And they also have these really cool design tools. If you are not very design savvy, they'll help you come up with assets for social media and other things to help promote your album. And if you want to use them, you can use my VIP code. Just go distrokid.com slash VIP slash Corey Wong and you get 30% off. How about that? Check them out. Distrokid. All right, let's hit this episode. Kato, dude. So good to have Yo. you on the podcast, man. Finally. Yo, what's up, man? Dude, so glad this finally worked My out. My bro. My bro. Dude, I'm I know. so happy to see you in any iteration ever and always. Man, it's uh, it's really fun to see what you're doing. And yeah, I mean, we've been friends for a lot of years and we've we've gone with each other on the journey together and it's been fun to see what's been happening the last couple of years. I, I want to talk about your new record. I want to talk about your experience it's a guitar podcast so we got to get into guitar but we're gonna i want to dive oh, yeah. into all the other stuff <laughs> the drums the bass the production the writing all of it man i was working oh, out the dude. other day and i was listening to your new record and i dude the songwriting is so cool <laughs> it's oh, so good man the dude. lyricism and then obviously i mean i know you're you're a harmony cat but dude the i love this new record dude thanks man Thanks, man. That means a lot. Oh. Of course. I know. And and I know you've been working on it for a while. I mean, you've put out other stuff. And I know you're one of those cats. It's like, man, I just want to do it when it's right. And I know, yeah. you know, yeah. you and yeah. I think yeah. it was the same way where it's like, sometimes you go in circles and you get in a feedback loop of like, well, it's kind of done, but like, should I just scrap it and do it over again? I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. And I know it's been a journey for you to put this this record <laughs> together. So tell me. Tell me, tell me why now, finally, and 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 what was it that made you finally say, "All right, this is it. This is this is where I'm at right now, and I feel good about this collection of songs." Man, well, I think, I, I mean, well, first of all, the, the writing process started, I, I, I think, uh, really cathartically in pandemic and lockdown, right? It just, it, I think, for all of us mm-hmm. creatives, and I'm, I'm sure you have your own version of this story. Too, where like the 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 sort of the impetus or the need to create just took on a whole other feeling and meaning, right? Um, and and yeah. so a lot of these songs really started coming from that place of just like a, a lot of alone time, a lot of you know time with the kiddo, a lot of processing, a lot of therapy, a lot of uh, yeah, facing like things that before uh, the world shut down uh, were maybe could be put on the back burner. You know, self-analysis, uh, putting on the, the mask, relationships, the the egotistical parts of attraction and, and love songs and things of that nature. And um, But I think really what what made it like get come down to like this group of songs out of like maybe like 20 or 22 uh that I was picking from was um i think the timing of actually get uh, like sort of like when i started filling in for Batiste in this role at the late show and then uh and then subsequently taking over the gig full time i really sort of um, almost immediately learned that I had to, I was going to have to be more um, bullish with my energy management. And I, I, what that meant for me being someone who's like, I don't know, songwriting has always been my favorite part of all these things. And uh, when I can make the time to do so, and um, I had a break um, last summer 
uh, we had um, it was like a, I think it was, I think it was a week and a half uh, hiatus. Or it might have just been a week. No, it was one week because Jack Debo and I went in the studio, and like with the goal of like coming out with like the whole record, pick these uh, eight songs, I believe it was. Uh, and I, it was it was just really a, a function of this is a week that I have off from this behemoth that takes so much of my energy now, uh, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know when I'm going to have this opportunity again, and I'm just like, all right, so this is... That made all those decisions like you're talking about when you get in your head and stuff. It's like very clear, very easy. Here's yeah. the storyline. It's Reflections. These are this group of songs are all different angles of looking inward. Boom, let's go. Well, dude, I'm so glad to hear that you're you're doing your stuff again and you're you're feeling good about it because you know you mentioned the behemoth, yeah. and um, you know you've taken on a new responsibility with the Late Show. For those that don't know, Kato is now the band leader for the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and I know you you had different responsibilities for a lot of years, and now you've finally been given the opportunity to 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 let people know your capabilities as a music director because you know so many of us in the in the inner circle and in the inner industry know so much of what you're capable of as a multi-instrumentalist and so many other things but it's really fun to finally see you really having a big role as a music director and getting to lead a band like this man it's super Dude, fun thanks man it's, it's super fun for me man it you know i i feel like any any of us who work in the entertainment industry, in any way, you 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 sort of get a sense of like the when when ready ready always, even if that means never. Yeah, when it when an opportunity arises to be able to uh, to make to to feel utilized, that that feels great. I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be ex- with the exactly the people that I'm supposed to be there with. I love that. I've stood next to you on that stage and other stages as well, playing guitar next to each other. And a lot of times I'll play next to somebody. (laughs) I'll play next to somebody. I was just going to say, it's just like one of my favorite moments ever in life is playing, playing for any, anyone who's listening and has not had the experience of playing two guitars with Corey Wong. Just like do yourself a favor (laughs) download the apps get that use the ai like so mute everything else but his guitar and just do yourself that favor it's so worth it it's just the best it's the it's the most cushiony invigorating sandbox experience it's so much fun dude well thank you it's not always easy to play with other guitar players but it is easy to play with you <laughs> and actually i watch your hands sometimes and it's it's funny because for me i've i've seen so many guitar players that are very schooled very educated in the like you know the the way you come up playing guitar other people that are cast that learn by ear other people that are kind of in between i noticed the way you play chord voicings and the way you approach some of whether it be even like oh you're like oh yeah it's this chord and you're like playing two notes but you're hearing the bass note so it it, it makes more sense yeah. in the context i watch you play sometimes on the guitar i'm like Dude, you did not just grow up learning from the Mel Bay <laughs> method book, man. You got like your own, you got your own way of how you came around to crushing on the guitar. And I'm curious because your approach to chord voicings is different. And I know you hear and you know the sound of like the 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 like standard way of approaching guitar. And you you can get yeah. there if you want to. But I hear the way that you make yeah. choices on the guitar. Tell me a little bit about how you came to approaching the guitar the way that you do and and what do you think it is that you do that's different and why if i i mean in my own i think it's i think a lot of it has to do with when i started playing guitar the first uh guitar i had i got was a yard sale guitar that my dad brought home when i want to say i was seven or eight and it only had four strings on it uh, and so, wow. To that end, it was also like the same time I had heard this, like this, uh, this Ron Canoli uh, praise worship video VHS that my mom had on heavy rotation, and uh, and Abe Laborio Senior was playing 
bass on the session. So like yes. I was simultaneously like learning like melodies and like kind of like how the, the fourths and fifths and like basic chords work with like four strings, but also like inspired to like learn these bass lines on the, you know, on a, this guitar with like four strings on it. So I think that really informs like uh, how I how I approach like voice leading on guitar. Um, you know, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm, it's very sort of like beginning, middle and end, like bass, uh, 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 bass harmony and melody in my brain. And at any time, like I, depending on what's happening in that moment, one can be more important than the other. And sure. it's a, yeah, I, I think it's a, it, it it comes into play differently when I'm like doing the late show band thing because for a while like we when John left we were without like another harmonic instrument for a while so I really felt the need to stay mm -hmm. in the middle there for a long time and then when we got Corey Bernhardt you know on keys like I kind of like well and actually before that when Batiste was there he's such a harmonic genius like that a lot of like a lot of the spaces I would find uh to like fill out the sound of the band uh would be like either like on this sort of like bar baritone like like the low end of like not bass like but like kind of baritone yeah. like kind of embellishing like from the bottom of that story board you know um like mm -hmm. you know uh, um playing off of uh Playing off of uh, of India's bass lines uh, with just like sort of the way that like I would bring melodies into things there, but just where it's like sort of felt and not heard, you know, uh, while at the same time rhythmically bolstering the bottom or the opposite, uh, like being going to the top into melody world and like sort of like taking the approach of like come from my like melodic singer slash producer brain of like just finding like a little melodic hook that can like that is out of the way that just feels like part of like the the framework more than like something that's taking attention that needs to be like that takes attention i don't know you know and those were like kind of the spaces yeah. I've, I've i've found so yeah i guess nowadays like in late show band world is presently constructed it's sort of it's sort of like a hybrid of that i'm always thinking voice leading i'm always thinking bass motion uh, and I'm always thinking like personality and character of of chords, and sometimes that means like yeah. I I just need to get out of the way. Uh, and other 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 times sure. it's like some thirds and like you know maybe some like you know some tenths or or like you know two note three note things rather than like full strum. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm always thinking about the function i think uh in, in in regard to this question because sometimes uh, like my i'm also like pretty I, i'm very much self-taught so like i don't necessarily have like five voicings on hand for like one chord so i, I my tendency is to like think music first and like if i'm if it's like an f major chord i'm likely to go like through the bar chord but like immediately if the frequencies are all folded up. I may be like barring the F chord, but only like I find myself, oh, I just need like the bottom note because the thing that's happening rhythmically is yeah. enough. But I don't like, I'm, I might not, I may or may not like still be like holding the whole thing for, for character. I get that. Well, and also I've seen some videos. I saw you recently doing some solo shows around New York. I saw some social media clips. I scoured YouTube because somebody told me like, yo, Kato's doing a solo set at this house party. Like, yeah, send me those links, baby. I got to see that. But I saw it like you're playing just solo electric guitar and voice and your approach is very different there. You are feeling, it's interesting hearing you talk about it because I did notice watching some of those videos. It's like, oh, you know, in a lot of ways when people approach solo guitar with voice, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm playing chords and I'm singing the melody. This actually felt much more like you're saying you're splitting it up. Like your voice is obviously singing the melody and then you have the chordal stuff in there. But the one extra step that I noticed about these videos of watching you do this is that I could tell there was a clear difference between just like the bass notes and the chordal information happening that felt a little more 
like two hand piano but yeah. on guitar. Yeah, totally. I mean, the answer to that is yeah, that's the way my brain works. My my mother is a pianist. Uh, yeah, and actually. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've, I've said this before, but I, I realize it more and more as this journey continues. I think she really influenced me more than I even gave credit for when I was sure. younger. More than even just like when I was studying guitar players or bass players or drummers, uh, because the way that she plays, she grew up in the particular dom denomination, which is Church of God in Christ, and... The, the style of playing is very much, it's not chords in the left hand, it's like just bass notes and octaves. And like the right mm -hmm. hand is like triads, you know what I mean? And and so mm -hmm. I think that very much colors the way that I hear music. I'm always thinking about the bass motion, the 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 triad motion and harmonies and, and, and the melody. Because, uh, you know, she's, uh, she yeah. sings, I sing over top of it. So, yeah, I, it's, when, I'm, when I'm writing, it, it's, those buckets have to be in there somewhere, even if it's just implied, I think, you know? Um, sure. Uh, which which yeah. usually makes me have to, like, learn something. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, but that's how yeah, I learned yeah, yeah. in the first place, is trying to, that's how we all learned, right? It's chasing sounds that we're hearing. Well, hopefully. I mean, that that's the thing, though. I mean, I, I don't think that everybody mm. comes from that. A lot of people are reading it in a book, and the book tells mm -hmm. me I can do this. And I think some people neglect the, oh, well, like, yeah, I don't have five options. Like, okay, you learn the caged system. Here's all, here's your five F chords. Like, that is cool to have those yeah. five voicings. But the thing that you've got that, that I do think, you know, eventually most musicians, they get to the point where they do this. But I think some people don't get past the point of, well, like, I know these are my options, but it it's not fitting exactly right. It is the right chord. It doesn't fit right. But my ear is telling me I should do something else. You automatically, your default is to give yourself permission to find the thing yes. that works. Yes. And, you know, I, obviously when you get to a certain level, you just, you're able to do that. But I think some people don't have that practice, which, you know, is fine for, for certain settings. But um, we are now, Lewis and I, together, giving you permission yes. to do that for anybody yes. who's listening. <laughs> Follow the music. Always. When, it, yes. when, in, when in doubt, go without. Let it, let it be. I love that. Well, there's, there's a couple other things we got to approach because, you know, you're obviously talking about you're not just thinking as, oh, here's my voicing. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this. So much of what you're talking about also is here's my role yes. in this. And I know that I know your your capabilities in different roles. I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, Lewis played drums or bass in, or drums with Sco or drums with Marcus Miller, bass with John Schofield. I saw you playing drums with Snarky Puppy. I've seen you with Bobby McFerrin. Jack White, Q-Tip, John Legend, Beyonce, Mariah Carey. It's like all these Tribe Called Quest. You play guitar on the Tribe Called... It's like, oh yeah, that's Kato on guitar. Like, yeah, I heard that, yeah. dude. And it's like, that's Kato. <laughs> so what's interesting is, you know, your ability to hear things in these different roles and, and, and hear how to approach music, does that come from being so good at all these other instruments or... Is you being all good at all these other instruments a product of just the way that you listen to music and approach music in general? What a great freaking question. Wow. My my instinct would be to say the latter. Sure. I think curiosity has has always been the driving force of, of any of my relationships with any of these instruments. And mm -hmm. to that end. It's like the, it, like it's the curiosity of like what makes a certain rhythmic feel feel the way it does. Like what makes like these these same sure. notes uh, in this different setting feel like a completely different soundscape. That that is just like there's worlds within that that just piques my curiosity, and I think that's that's yeah. what. Uh, is always driven like the neuroticism uh, that becomes like mm -hmm. 
the relationship with the instrument, right? It's like, like, what yeah. is that? Getting into like the differentiation between those dynamics and 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 nuances that 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 end up defining the roles and how they work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think probably yeah. the latter. I think probably the latter. I mean, it, it becomes a it becomes a bit of an Ouroboros at a, at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because certainly. In the in the from the other side, now I'm getting twisted around in circles. The uh, man, that was such a good question. Can you can you phrase it again? Like, is it, is it the both? I I felt it from both sides, and I was trying to pick like which one that. Those... Sure, like you're really good at a lot of instruments. Is that the thing that makes you that helps you think the way that you do, or is is the way that you think about and approach music in general the thing that makes you really good at all those different? Instruments? Definitely the latter. I guess kind Def- of. Definitely the latter. Definitely yeah. the latter. Forget my, forget what I was about to say. Definitely the latter. I, I... Well, no, the, the other stuff made, <laughs> yeah. that other stuff made a lot of sense. I mean, that to me, that is, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because there's something about certain musicians, like, dude, we've played, but we've been on a late show. I didn't even know you played this. And then all of a sudden I didn't know, like we're standing national television. I look over and all of a sudden, Cato just picks up a trombone and starts ripping on the trombone. I'm like, dude, what are you, you, you play the trombone? You're just like, I don't know, man. It's just music. It's just music, man. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's just music, Cato. Yeah. Hand me the flute. Let's, let's play that on TV. <laughs> It'll make for some good TV, but uh, not the kind that CBS wants. <laughs> Yeah, you're like that. You're like a nightmare for the union people when it comes to like Cato did how many doubles on this gig? <laughs> oh, the cue sheets were were a thing a poor our poor uh uh, uh house band workers. <laughs> oh god. Well, I think the other thing that that actually there's one thing that that maybe is a little bit inside and it's it's more for the pros that are listening to this, yeah. but you know, there's a reason why there's a reason why people get hired for yeah. things. And there's a reason why people choose certain folks to be in the room for sessions, on the gig, for live stuff. You being somebody who has so many talents, when you come into a studio setting, when you come into a live setting, I'm sure for you, you have to ask yourself, what is it that they want? Oh, 100%. You know, do they do they really just want me to play bass on this or do they want me to play bass and kind of give opinions about other stuff and kind of like, you know, I, I'm being, I'm the sub bass player, yeah. but do they want me to come in and kind of help just tighten up the band overall? Yes. Is that, is that being asked of me? Should I just kind of sit and play the bass and not pick on the drummer a little bit? Yes, yes. What, I mean, as time goes you, on, I try to navigate be- navigate that? I try to just be as clear- as humanly possible on what that is these days. I think when I was younger, uh, I I was just like a bit all over the place and and just eager to make music, but not not, yeah. not necessarily wanting to like stir up like any risk of like conflict. Yeah. And and that le- that left me. I mean, it left me like working on a lot of great projects. And and feeling really good about some of the music that I got to be a part of, but it also other times would leave me feeling frustrated or just like not uh, not clear or like having ideas and not being sure if I should express them or if I'm overdoing or underdoing. So I think nowadays it's just it's I just like to I try to get as much clarity as possible as like what I'm here for, and I kind of. Absent of that, I sort of just like my my blank slate is like my what I feel like is my identity as a musician, which is like what moves me is uh, uh, connected, uh, spiritual, uh, present, uh, um, focused uh, experience, experiential music. I feel like there's I continue to learn about all the different ways in which that is possible and so my default is to to walk into a session with the approach of being most honestly me and the and the and the stuff that I like is is like 
the puzzle of it what what is what puzzle piece can can what is what is the next level of this look like and then that puzzle piques my curiosity and drives my passion and i feel like i'm being myself and whichever iteration it is if it's like for producerial input or if it's like a chicken picking guitar line uh or a cowbell you know i'm i i like to get into into that uh equation well it's it's that's interesting because i mean i think you and i both sometimes suffer from this you 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 talked about neuroticism earlier and and you're you know the the fact that you could get into certain details of things and finding now what's what's being asked of you like sometimes i, I mean i know you've been i've watched you do this i watch myself do this all the time where it's like you're maybe at a rehearsal or at a session and stuff's going down like oh man that was so great all right i think we're good let's move on to the next thing like Kato, what do you think? Or Corey, what do you think? And sometimes I'll be like, is it my place to say this half of the stage is all rushing? This half of the stage doesn't know where A440 is. This drummer <laughs> cannot keep steady time or a, a, a consistent snare hit to save his life. Yeah. You know, or like, you know, like, yeah. do you want my opinion? Or do you want me to say, like, all right, if you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I know that <laughs> you, yeah. know, you have to, you have to kind of find when is your place to say that am i being asked to do that yes and um yes 100 percent. i do feel like certain people that that hire folks like you or i or others that are yeah. that are known as producer music director musicians sometimes it's i kind of accept that that's that's sometimes part of the gig but i always want to know like i'll default to like i i don't know this person well enough I'm not tight enough. I, I don't think it's my place. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. If they're happy, they'll hear it in the end. Or the, the person mixing this record, editing it, is going to hear it. But I'm going to lay out for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. I try to, like, I, I try to, uh, I mean, I have two thoughts on that. First of all, I, I definitely with you on that and trying to default to, like, if you like it, I love it. But sort of maybe, like, more deeply into the, into that approach is like for me at least is rather than like s- skipping ahead to like all of my ideas and the things that I may think or know will accomplish a certain thing better than it's being executed uh as uh, at that moment uh i i try to always just like put the brakes on and like all right, but before I get there, like, it, it, like let's just like, is the person, is the artist, uh, happy? Do they feel like they're getting what they want? And if anything, like, you know, uh, breaking it down to like coming, zooming out to the yeah. macro, is it's like, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish? What do you want? And uh, sometimes that helps me, like, just like get like just have clarity on a on what may be the reality that like the the neuroticism and the things like in my head that i care about they may not care about like oh i just wanted something like high energy or i just wanted to like make a record with my friends and like and Mm. and like i'm just so glad like everyone's here together in which case i'll be like great you've accomplished like what you want like uh, I'll I'll see you. You know what I mean? That's great. Awesome. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean? Second thought to that uh, was um, what was my second thought to that? Um. Oh, I was gonna. Uh, can Can we curse on this show? You want? Yeah. Because I I, I interviewed a... Nuno Betancourt. He Nuno Betancourt didn't ask. He just went ahead and did it all he wanted. <laughs> There's no way you're gonna beat Nuno in, in the f bomb counts. <laughs> okay, okay, got you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Good context. Good context. Because <laughs> I have this thing that I say to myself, and it's in life in general, but also it very much in these situations where it's like I remind myself that just because I feel shit doesn't mean that I know shit. Mm. Like just 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 because you feel some just because you're sensitive just because you feel shit and you have experience and nuance doesn't mean you know shit. Like 
You know what I mean? Because uh, sometimes I find myself be, like conflating the two, like, wait, I'm a sensitive person. I'm an experienced musician. Like, I've done a lot of things, and I have insight into, into this. Like, I know what would make this better. And it's like, I try to just remind myself that just because I'm aware at a at a deeper de- perhaps at a deeper degree of nuance doesn't make me know any know know any more uh, about like who this other person is or what the situation is you know sure so i don't know i i kind of keep that as a guiding principle too just cuz you feel shit don't mean you know shit i like that the the fact of the matter is you do know a lot and i am curious <laughs> because I, I I like hearing from from professional musicians who play guitar and other instruments because it's a guitar podcast. I'm curious yeah. what your thoughts are on what are some of the very simple and and biggest mistakes that you hear guitar players make. Now pretend for a minute like you've been on the throne. You're you're being asked of this. Take your take your humility out of it. <laughs> it's like all right. You know what. I do hear okay, this. Okay. This bugs me. This this bugs me, and uh, a lot of guitar players do this. This this one this one hits me. And if it makes you more comfortable, I'll, I'll say mine after if you need me to. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm curious if yours, anyways. <laughs> um, for me, I think the first thing uh, that 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 jumps into my mind is the dynamics and inflection. Like it, it, I, 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 like when you hear, it's kind of like the old like singers adage of like, like when singers like can do a whole lot of acrobatics, but uh, can't hold one note in a way that is, you know, invokes feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of in that way, like when I hear like, guitar players like playing like like running like playing notes and maybe very fast notes and maybe very harmonically advanced passages uh but they're all like sort of like monodynamic they they like the wavelengths just mm. look like this like i always like i don't know that it 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 speaks to me of a lack of of depth in in dynamic uh understanding i don't know like uh i i I never want to i hate hearing guitar players play like 10 notes where like two would would do uh but and then furthermore when those 10 notes are sort of like a compensation for not having done the therapy uh to be able to (laughs) relate to the two yeah you know what i mean i mean ultimately then ultimately it's a lot of it's then about expression Feeling something from what they're playing. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. The connection. It's got a connection in, connection out. That's a that was a big thing. Like I remember when I started to like. Uh, there was there was a there was, that was a big turning point uh, in my musical journey from like when I just hated hearing myself play, uh, because I was so in the weeds of like pursuing uh, all these different. Uh, sounds and nuances um but whatever wherever the point started to happen started to shift where i was able to sort of relax and just being and like allow more of my human experience uh to in in connection to what i was playing you when you when you actually start to allow more than try to manhandle um mm-hmm. musically speaking uh, and that was very much the turning point where, like, I started to not hate when I was playing, not hating listening back to recordings of myself, and like, sure. oh, even when it's like when I when I flub a note, like, there's an honesty there that I care about so much more. Uh, yeah, uh, and I think that that go exactly what you're saying to your point of like feel like missing the connection uh, or to what you're playing. I think that is maybe one of the most important things of, about what music is. Yeah, yours is more deeper than mine. Mine's more of a technical. I mean, surprise, surprise, the thing, my pet peeve is timing. 
Oh, um, oh, that's a big, oh, dude, that's a big one for me too. I, I know it's where, big for you. I mean, you're a drummer. I mean, it's it's like given yeah. for you. It's like where 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 are you at? Like, if this is where's this is if this is the beat, like you know, like I I want I want it to be in the same place at the same time, like every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah, pick one. I I I hate when it's like <laughs> when it's like sometimes it's ahead. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to lay back now. And then I just, you know, what? where are we? Where are you? That is absolutely. I like the idea of just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, are you on it's top? Like, it's are fine, man. Just pick it's it. cool. Yeah. Like, then we can at least make music together. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see so many cats. I see this. I mean, you know this. You hear so many people or somebody will show you a video. It's like, oh yeah, this guitar player is so dope, dude. Like, check this out. And you see somebody like playing something where like the tone's kind of cool and they're like playing something that's very technical and like, it's like, okay, like it's kind of impressive, but like, can they do it in time? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I get why it's impressive because their fingers are moving fast, but like, yeah, it's just like, even like, dude, are you, is, are you that you don't hear how far ahead of the beat you are like you are where are you going bro yeah who yeah what's the rush man yeah, yeah. like and why why yeah. i'm lacking the why like you know like that's who think like time gives context it's just yeah in, inherently you know even if it is a construct you know it, it gives context <laughs> it makes it possible to 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 move together, to, to to give the listener some sense of like where you stand. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, a, it, know. like what you're talking about feels like when I hear that shit. It sounds like a like a politician talking loud but saying nothing. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. there's no there's no context. Where do you stand? Like not the stump speech, not the thing that was like in politics 101 or scales 202. You know, like. <laughs> how to how to play hammer-ons at an ungodly pace like what's the context like it matters to me totally thinking about that you know that's like I, I remember in college being like oh yeah like this we're doing the we're doing the meters thing where some of us are straight some of us are swung or whatever it's like ah why it works for the meters but it's not working for you guys yeah, I, I'm curious oh. on your thought. Like, when? How come sometimes? And you know, like, you hear the thing. It's very in vogue right now to kind of play way behind the beat and to kind of do a straight swung thing. There's certain things where it's like, I don't know. When Chris, Dave, and Nate Smith do it, it works. But for whatever reason, 99% of you cats, it just it sounds like dragon to me. Yeah. Or like, you know, people doing the meters thing where it's. Some, you know, some people are straight, some people are swung. It's like, I don't, yeah, like, you're right, objectively, but it doesn't sound good. Like, I'm I'm curious your thought, like, why, when and why does it sound good? And sometimes it just doesn't. I have a lot of thoughts on this. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, I think the, the simplest version is consistency. The reason it doesn't, mm. when it doesn't sound good, it lacks consistency. And the reason it usually lacks consistency, if it does, is because, again, you haven't done the therapy uh, to go inward to find, like, the con the connection to the simple. You know sure. what I mean? Like, if, 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 if you can't make a groove feel like Steve Gadd, you ain't got no business trying to make it feel like Chris Dave. You know what I mean? Mm. Because it's the same. Yeah. It's actually the same consistency. The swing, the the degree of swing between anything that's getting shifted, it's the it's it's the hitting you in the same place at the same time. Like the humanity, human beings recognize pulse. We it's like literally mm -hmm. our life blood, like yeah. a heartbeat. You know, uh, and in that same way, it's like it's a, like that pulse is not necessarily each beat, each beat. Cause that fluctuates, right? But like over the course of yeah. like sixty seconds, that's like the real pulse, and that shit hits like clockwork, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And in the same way, degrees of swing, like the reason that shit works when it does is like, even when you're playing a band and different people have their own different sort of senses of swing and straight, uh, when everybody agrees on the bigger pulse, it works. Yeah. But that also requires like a certain relationship with understanding what it means to be consistent in the absolute grid of it. Uh, to be able to like bring that working un- working knowledge understanding of consistency to the more modern like displaced shit. And to be honest, like I don't know that I, I I think I may be one of those like as a drummer, I may be one of those drummers that like it doesn't necessarily work for either. Because I find myself like I don't know like in except for like certain situations playing with certain musicians that also mm-hmm. have that kind of depth like. I don't know if you know, like, Thaddeus Tribbett. Like, we worked on the Tribe record together. And, like, yeah. as a bass player, you know, he's, like, his brother, Ty Tribbett, he's music, been musical director for many years, uh, and as well as a slew of other artists. But Thad is, like, he's a bass player that, like, his he understands, like, the consistency in a way that, like, like the tempo doesn't slow down because it's all relative to a same like bigger pulse so like if i want to if i want to like put a little uh, bury the degree of swing in my hi-hat like it 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 can still work because we're both still locking into the same like whole half note or whole note depending on the group yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah I love that. If you can't play like Gad, don't try to play like Chris Day. It's this because dude. it's the same nuance, dude. It's the same nuance. Yeah. Like if you can't put it in the same spot every time, it doesn't it's not it's it doesn't feel good. That actually I mean that whole answer, that's the clearest answer and the, the answer that makes the most sense to me out of anything. I, I dude, I, I I love that answer because it, it is one of those things that you you're you were just able to make it more objective of an answer where it's like yes i mean i yeah people do it differently so then it feels subjective but the objective part of it is it's okay if you want to swing it this amount fine pick one like you're saying yeah pick one like do it the same way every time and then actually it does start to work i think that that level of bullseye dart practice it's like it's like if you're if you're if, if the level of swing here is like I don't know if you can see. No, I'm growing up script. There's my sparkling. <laughs> uh, uh, but like if if you're if you're kind of like if you're say you're you're here, right? And and then suddenly you wanna you. It, 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 you know, it feels, it starts to feel jerky. But if you decide, like, this is going to be the level of swing. And you, and you put the same nuance there as if you were playing it absolutely straight. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, cons- uh, like, pick one. Pick one. That's yeah. All. You know what I mean? When you, when it gets jerk. And, and the other thing, now I'm deep in the rabbit hole, is like, when like as a as a symptom of that lack of understanding of the consistency when you conflate the feeling of it with the timing of it the feel mm. and timing is, is two different things and that's why that shit will often start to slow down and drag and lag and, and like it doesn't it it doesn't feel good to me uh, because it's like, yeah. oh, oh, Chris Dave did it, and it like it was a, he was a, it felt like he skipped a beat, so I'm gonna skip a beat. It's like, no, he's not actually skipping beats. <laughs> <laughs> like it, that's not how beats. It's work. the illusion. Yeah, it's, it's the, the illusion. illusion. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 playing with like polyrhythms and and like using like different variations of swings between like groupings of five maybe instead of groupings of four. Uh, or groupings yeah. of three instead of rather than groupings of two, and like accenting different note like atypical uh, notes in the groove, but the shit is not skipping anything. It's not dropping time. You know that's that's a that's another thing. You know, man, I love that answer. That's that's it, dude. That's what I've been looking for. <laughs> Got to bring in Kato for that one. Got to bring in Kato for the big guns, dude. Dude. Well, man, 
It has been uh, it has been so great to talk to you, man. It's it's so great to have somebody who has the wisdom of all these different angles, and it's just it's really fun uh, to get your get your thoughts on this. And you know, like I said at the beginning, to to see you doing your thing in in such a different way now, and I'm excited to see where where it all continues to grow. And I'm I'm you know I'm in your corner, standing standing with my arms up. In your dude, corner, cheering you on, dude. I, I feel day. that so much. I can't. I just feel honored that my record made it to a Corey Wong workout. Um, <laughs> dude, there was a couple in there, man. Where there was a couple that were story time. Where I'm like, man, he's got some changes. He's telling a deep story. He's got some. He's got some vocabulary. Like my heart rate's going down here. I, I might have to switch to the next oh, tune. No, for yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. It's not <laughs> Not the first first album I would go to as a full listen down workout record. <laughs> oh, dude! I oh, uh, but great, I feel man. I love it mutually. I hope you know that it's that is has always been completely mutual. I'm such I'm the biggest fan of you as a person and a musician and a fellow nerd and 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 father and you already know. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, dude. We gotta we gotta hang soon. I'm gonna be in New York quite a bit at the end of this year because we have that Wolfpack residency, Fearless Flyers residency. Come come hang, man. Come jam, dude. I'll be there. Hell yeah. Are you coming? To, are you are you still are you on this this uh, thing with the 65th Street thing with Thiele? Yes, we have a gig together. We have a gig yes, together. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. You gotta let me know what you want to do. I'm bringing my my whole band will be there. Let's let's play some of your tunes, man. We'll play with you. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, let's do it. That's awesome! Yeah, Johannes is playing bass. Oh, Your boy Johannes yes. from Berkeley. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, that's gonna be so good. Yeah, it'll be great. Well, I'll I'll text you after this, and we'll uh, we'll figure out what to do. Hell yeah! Sounds like a plan. Nice. Dude. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a treat. There you have it. I like that breakdown about time. I like that explanation. That's maybe one of the best yet. Lewis, of course, of course, he's got it. Thanks so much for joining us today. It is a treat to have you as a listener. And I mean that. I really mean that. It means a lot that you would listen this far into the episode and that you're here. And come say hi on tour. I'm I'm going on tour. I start in February. My tour is basically the month of February. West Coast. Come out, say hi. I got VIP packages. We're doing a special acoustic performance for those. Picture, you know, self-sign your stuff. And we do a little story time. The band is out there. We do a little fun thing. Make it special. Because I don't like normal just like, oh, meet and greet. That kind of feels weird to me. So we do a fun special VIP package. If you want to come say hi, come say hi. We'll see you out there. If not, we'll see you next time here. Peace.